listening to She Rises, a podcast dedicated to women who are ready to stop settling and start living their lives by design. If you're ready to talk about the stuff that weighs you down and get practical advice on everything from your health, body image, spirituality, relationships, and personal growth, then you're in the right place. Hello, I'm Giovanna Capoza, your host, master coach, spiritual teacher, and mind-body expert, and I'm on a mission to unsettle women all over the world. Are you ready to rise? Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of She Rises. I'm your host, Giovanna Capoza. I have a question for you. Have you ever had an amazing conversation with one of your girlfriends and stopped and thought to yourself, hey, this should be on a radio show? <laughs> Probably more than a few of you are going to say uh, no to that, <laughs> to that answer or to that question. Um, but this is me we're talking about here. So I was having this amazing conversation with a very, very dear friend and colleague of mine, Ramona Astrid Bernardi. And it was such a great conversation. It was recorded with the intention of, of sharing um, parts of it. And when we listened back to it, we realized, you know what, there's some good stuff in here. And with her permission, I'm sharing that conversation with you today. So if you've ever wondered what it would be like to be a fly on the wall with uh, me and my friends and, and our conversations, this is it. This episode's for you. So I have my dear friend Ramona here with me uh, on this episode that was previously recorded. And, you know, we're talking about our weekend. We're talking about some insights we had. We're talking about the lens in which we view our lives and our growth. And I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we certainly enjoyed having the conversation and I certainly enjoyed listening back to it. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get a lot out of it. And hey, won't you leave us a comment? Go to SheRisesPodcast.com. Find the episode there under podcasts. Click on the show notes and you'll see down below the comment section and you can leave us a comment. Let us know how the show was. And hey, share it with your friends. You can go ahead and share it on uh, Twitter or Facebook or any of those other great social media outlets and let people know what you're listening to. Sharing is caring and I really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much. And hey, enjoy this episode. Ramona, just so you guys know, is my soul sister. She... <laughs> You know, we won't talk for like days or weeks or sometimes months and I think at some point years, right? And yeah. We connect again and we have these parallel evolutions that are happening and these totally different existences, but yet somehow weave together with same lessons and yeah. And, and, and transformation, like, transformation, yeah. right. And so we just thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if these awesome transformative spiritual conversations that we have wouldn't it be cool if we let other people in on it and mm -hmm. and shared with them and so that's what this podcast is about and it's gonna evolve and grow and you know I'm hoping one day we can talk to all of you um live but right now here we are on the podcast and so yay. We're, gonna, yeah, yay. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and start and just dive in and share this weekend I did something which was radical for me I went on a complete media blackout, radio silence from noon Friday. I had no phone, no technology, no music even, no radio, no podcast, no nothing. I went into silence. The only thing I allowed myself to do was read my Course in Miracles book and two other books I'm reading on one on receiving and one on the 12 stages of healing. And mm. 
Yeah. And I just, I let myself cocoon. I barely had conversation. I, I know, right? It's like, oh, sounds amazing. Really. Right? It sounds amazing. And, you know, I was terrified on Friday. Like I was just, I had <laughs> my last conversation with a friend of mine in Chicago and we were wrapping up and she was like, okay, so like, you're going to do this now. And I was like, yeah. And I'm kind of freaking out about it a little bit. <laughs> Isn't that weird? And so, That's amazing. right. And then as soon as I did it and I was into the first hour, I was like, oh yeah, of course. <sighs> Could you feel your breath return? I feel a sigh of relief. Just listening to that. Right. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I felt my breath return and it was so interesting to watch the stories that my mind... <laughs> bubble, bubble, bubble. Yep. Right? And it was yep. just crazy. And I noticed my addiction to food and eating and just like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to eat. Or, you know, really even boredom itself, you know, boredom itself, which I, I mean, it, God bless my mother. My mm. mantra as a child was, I'm bored, I'm bored, right? <laughs> and I really realize now that boredom itself is just disconnection from source, is disconnection from yourself. I mean, how could you ever be bored if you're in the flow, if you're in the present? And oh, amen. Can you say that again? That I, right? This is this was my revelation. So how could you ever be bored if you're if you're Beautiful. connected to source and you're in the present moment? And you know, I got that. And I wanted to share too, Ramona, that part of and I know at the at the top of our conversation before we started recording, you mentioned relationships and <sighs> Part of my thing this this weekend was to challenge myself to go into the dark. Now, it was new moon and it was a perfect time to do it. And to challenge myself, I sat outside for half an hour at midnight every night for three nights. And the fears. Wow. So and, can, can I stop you? Can yeah, I ask you a question? Me, tell me, the inspiration yeah. for this? Okay. Where did so this come from? Like My inspiration for this was a conversation with a friend of mine. Yeah. And some work that I've been doing around you know, connecting to myself and, and connecting to source and God and noticing that as much as I desire that there's this like little stopgap where I'm not quite getting there and I'm, I'm using avoidance, mm. right? So I'm, I'm avoiding with going out or I'm avoiding with food or I'm avoiding with getting on the phone and talking to someone. So these avoidance strategies. So that was part of it. The other part of it was, is I recognized there was a trigger point with the vastness of space and darkness. Now, this sounds totally right out there, but I went into the planetarium okay. a few weeks back. Yeah. Dark room, all space soundy and stuff. And I had a panic attack. <laughs> oh, okay. So now anyway, talking. long story short, I connected all these dots together to, you know, really having a fear as much as you, I want that connection to source, having a fear of it at the same time. So I challenged myself to go into the void, wow. literally in quiet wow. solitude. And then at night, because we had the dark moon. And so therefore, there's no light bulb in the sky. Yeah, it was pretty intense. And, and so, how was it when you went into the darkness? Oh, so I went in and like, I got so many, I mean, I took pages and pages and pages of notes in my journal. I, I the first night, what, what did I, you experience? The first night I experienced like total nice. panic and terror. I mm-hmm. walked out of my front door and I decided to walk down the steps and every sound I heard, you know, it was just, as you know, in the dark, everything's amplified and your mind goes nuts. And Absolutely. finally, after 20 minutes, I realized I'm actually just, I'm more afraid of feeling fear yeah. <laughs> than the thing that I'm supposedly afraid of, which is nothing. Cause I just, there's, I don't know what's out there. Like it's just unknown. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As soon as I got that awareness that I was more afraid of the fear, the feeling of fear 
Because yeah. I thought that was going to kill me. Just feeling the fear was going to kill me. As soon as I got that, it released. And I spent the next 10, 15 minutes outside like, oh, okay, I could do this. <sighs> enjoying the quiet, enjoying the darkness. Enjoy, well, not fully, fully not enjoying quite. it until last okay. night. Because last night was oh. my last night. And I didn't want to do it because I thought, oh, you know, ugh, it's like the last night. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I don't want to stay up till midnight. Mm-hmm. And, but I did it and I went outside and I had the best night ever. I literally, if I had a sleeping bag, I could have slept <laughs> out there. That's how That's comfortable so awesome. I got. Wow. And yesterday I also did another thing is I went back to the planetarium in the museum. Check you out. And I stood in front of the doors and I was like, okay, breathe. You could do this girl. You know, I had a panic attack last time I was in that room. Yeah. Walked in, no effect whatsoever. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. I love, this is so amazing. And how do you feel free, liberated? What's I this feeling on the other side? Free and liberated, and I felt connected. And honestly, this morning when I woke up and I knew I had to get back to my 54 emails and whatever the heck else was in my inbox, I was, I was feeling a little resentful. Yeah, you know, I feel, hear you. Feeling a little pissed, like, oh, I don't want to go back to that world. I, so I tons compl- of observations. Sorry, say that again, that last part? Tons of observations and just Wonderful. Yeah, and, and it's like so what did you do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are you asking me for real? I'm I'll totally for real asking you. Well, first of all, I have to reorient myself. What did I do this weekend? Okay, so you know what? First I want to respond to your story. Thank you very much for doing this. This is why I love you. This is because you are a mirror for me on this. This is tantamount to to me going into Vipassana. It's a similar sort of going into the darkness. And the first time I went, and the second time I went, the first time I went, I I had several panic attacks. So I I really understand. And a couple things that I I, of note, um, the boredom, I really appreciate you bringing that to, you know, your own attention, because I also noticed my own boredom comes for me when I want to distract myself. It's a, it's a real, and it's a coping mechanism when I'm not stimulating myself. And I love what you said about the connection, about wanting not to really of this fear of connecting to yourself, to the source, to all that Mm. is. And I also have those stop gaps. I love that imagery. And that has been literally the last, uh, I'm going to say two months has been just me witnessing those stop gaps and going, aha, I see you. I see you. I see you. And, um, and, and really coming to admission really, and surrendering to the parts of myself that say, yes, I want this. And then fight so hard against it. So (laughs) That's what it feels like inside, you know? Yeah. Um, so congratulations. That's enormous. I'm so, so proud of you. Because I remember you telling me about this boredom piece from when you were a kid. Yeah. I mean, it's been huge. And just, and you know, we're really raised. I mean, if you're bored, go do something, right? Like that's right. the culture we're in. If you're bored, find something to do. Go do something. But actually what I realized is boredom is just resistance to connecting mm. with yourself and mm-hmm. finding a distraction. And so many, I mean, if there's, if, you know, whoever's listening to this, if there's one thing you can do to, for yourself is to challenge yourself like this for a whole weekend, three days, mm-hmm. I did, you know, I, I have signed up in July, hopefully, you know, get accepted to Vipassana as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crossing our fingers. We're going to go together. And 
you know, I'm so excited for it now. And I think you remember, Ramona, when you were first telling me that you were yeah. going to go in silence for 10 days with no talking. <laughs> I was like, are you nuts? Like, I, Very common reaction, by the way. Yeah. It's like, are yeah. you nuts? Like, I could do the whole silent thing and I could do the 10 days and I could do the meditation. But no but, like, distractions. No distraction and no talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing I didn't do this weekend is I did talk. Like, you know, I kept it moderate. But I did talk with my housemate, and okay, so there was okay. interaction. It was moderate. And so, and you remember when you told me that, I thought, there's no way I could do that. There's no, yeah. well, now I like yeah. cannot wait to do it. Awesome. <laughs> very, very exciting. Right? Good. I can't wait to do it. And so, anyway, so going back to this whole cultural thing of like, if you're bored, go do something. But when you put yourself in a state of silence like this, and I recommend that everybody try this at least mm-hmm. at least for the three-day weekend. Absolutely. Something feasible. Something feasible. Something that you could start with is you, first of all, you start to notice all the crazy making happening in your head. Mm. And you start to notice that it's not real. Like they're just stories. It's exactly right. Right? Exactly and they're right. thoughts and they're... And BS, and I was having memories from the past come up, but exactly. I was observing so them. you were in, if I, if I could respond to that, yeah. you're in, that's exactly what happens when you go deep into the silence. And, and for me, it, it, it really helps me to stay with that and develop my self-compassion, just being with who I am and witnessing those stories for what they are. Brilliant. Yes. Totally transformative on my, in my world. Yeah. And inter- I love that you just brought that up of self-compassion because mm-hmm. if you're in the silence of it and you're not resisting it, there's nowhere for you to go to make mm-hmm. it wrong or make it bad or say, okay, I have to stop this. So, but yeah, there's nowhere for you to go to kind of like, it, you have to stop yourself. I mean, my last resort was eating because that was the only <laughs> accessible thing. And after the first day, I really caught how much I use that to distract. And so day one was noticing the eating and day two was something else. And then day three was a whole other layer. And anyway, so I I highly recommend that you try this out, anyone, to reconnect to yourself and to Mm -hmm. source. And it's almost like this beautiful space of realignment. And one of the things that I was reading while I was in my solitude Mm -hmm. was this book, which it is not in front of me right now, but it's the power of receiving, and I'll the power uh, of receiving. And yes, the power of receiving. Where did I put that book? I'll have to find it, and we'll we'll give the title of the book for people. But anyways, what's been coming up for me, both in my in my course reading and studying, and then this book that was, you know, been in front of me for a little while that I've sort of put off and said, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. This little book, it's called The Power of Receiving. It's by Amanda Owen. Awesome mm-hmm. book. Anyway, so, you know, we can't receive anything from mm-hmm. source or the universe or any place unless we're in a receptive state. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and if I might say, I, I, I want to hear what you have to say, but I want I, I need to tell you that since I'm going to say November, that's what in my heart, those are the words I keep hearing learning to receive, being the receiver. And, and I believe that, that there's a huge opportunity right now for all of us to really, really embrace and embody that receptive nature that, that, that's deep inside of us. Yeah. And you said, so you said November, this came to you? Yeah. 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 I've been, I've been really feeling it. So I'm really glad going into the silence is a, is a way of, of becoming a receiver. Yeah. 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 Putting yourself in that receptive state. And, you know, she, she highlights um, several states of receptivity in the book, like meditating, allowing, noticing, mm. listening, welcoming, Beautiful. contemplating, being, mm. hearing, watching, you know, accepting, you know, all things that rarely happen 
if you're like glued to Facebook. <laughs> Amen to that. And I'm so proud because you, so, okay, here's our parallel path again, Ramona. You said November, this word came to you. So yes. when I do my New Year's Eve meditation every year, I ask for a word, like what's mm-hmm. going to be the theme of my year. Yeah. And I also got receiving. No way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, sister. That's awesome. See? Parallel paths. (laughs) But anyway, so I am am fully on board for, like, I'm so excited for Vipassana now. I can't wait to extend this. I'm trying to find a way to reintegrate myself back into the world this Monday morning and, you know, back into, you know, needing to use technology because for work and life it, it has to happen and even and even connection in the in ironically right we're connecting right now through technology so. that's right that's mm-hmm. right so yeah trying not to go into resistance around it which I did feel coming up this morning mm. and and allowing but um yeah so that was my weekend that's exciting <laughs> I'm so happy for you my goodness what was I going to say to you? You were talking about, so, so the words that came to you were receiving for the, is that like a theme for the year? Yeah. I sort of do this meditation and I ask like, you know, what's, what's the thing for this year? And, and mm-hmm. the, one of the words I got or the word that I got was receiving, mm-hmm. that this was the year of learning to receive. Um, it's funny. It's funny you say that. Cause I, I had, I, had, there's a couple of things that I, I also do something similar every, every year. And, uh, I got to, for me, it was, it was ease, grace, joy, and simplicity. Oh. Um, and now that I'm thinking and we're talking, those are all aspects of receiving, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to open myself up right now to say, I am ready to receive. Thank you very much, Giovanna, for sharing this with me today. Um, what was my weekend like? It was more like I, I, I recognize my distractions. I am in them. I am um, finishing up some paperwork, really getting myself uh, on a good path. But a lot of my of my weekend revolved around my mother. So can I go into this a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure everyone listening. Has ah, it was Mother's has Day mother. this weekend, And it was right? Mother's Day. That's right. That's right. So, you know, I thought about you just because, I mean, we can go into to this if you want, but because of your own mother and maybe mm-hmm. you know that she's no longer here yeah I bought but, her some carnations this I was wondering about that How, flower. Yeah. awesome awesome <laughs> and did you put them on display in your home and, and like remembered her is that how you connected with her yeah I did I bought them on I think it was like Friday morning I bought them and I put them in a beautiful vase boss and uh <laughs> in a vase just in front of my bay window and yeah they're in front of me right now I'm looking at them right now gorgeous 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 so I, my, my, I had, uh, for me, it's a glorious gift. Uh, my mother and my brother went to Europe for three weeks and I picked them up last weekend, not the weekend that just passed the one before. And so I needed to, to really, uh, create an environment so that my mother and I could find a way to, I, I did so much transforming in the, in the, the weeks that she was away. Um, it was, it was such a transition for me to hold my own, have my space, create boundaries and still keep her, you know, sort of nurtured at the same time. So it was a week that that was really about my my mother and my relationship and me learning to um, let me let me qualify this a little bit. Last time I was up at Vipassana, I really went in to embrace my inner child. I really embraced the lost, lonely little girl that I used to be oh. or that I still feel quite often. And I was growing in my capacity to mother myself. So when it came to my mother and her return, I was I could see that I was already becoming more of a woman rather than responding and reacting to her like a child. 
Yeah, cool. That distance created That's right. some space. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I and I really recognize that I I want it, it. There's there's this there's a piece in me that's bubbling up where I really am feeling the call and the urge to just be in my self love and 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 to promote that. Not just, okay. I'm going to say it for women, but not just for women. Just that that deep longing for self love from a, that graceful feminine perspective. Um, and so that's what I was in. And I was, I was, I was, my mother, I was using her as a bit of a mirror in that, you know, she was coming up and showing this to me, but, at, you know, upon reflection, and this is just coming out now. So thank you, Giovanna. I really can see that that's what it is. It's that, that powerful mirror of grace and, and holding myself in a container and that it's possible. And that actually I do want it because for a long time, just like you felt that, that roughness around the boredom and the connection, um, I was also not, it felt blistered and bruised and I wasn't ever able to go in there and say, yeah, this is, this is in fact what I want. And, and all of me, not just parts of me, all of me. So it was a really great weekend. I have to say in all things considered, yeah, I mean, it's so amazing. Again, it's like, I feel like the theme is is similar. It's like when you have, when you gift yourself space and reflection, you know, whether it's space away from someone like your mom mm-hmm. or whether it's space from, you know, other distractions, like you mentioned that you notice the distractions coming up and, and mm-hmm. for me, the technology and all that stuff. Whenever you can give yourself space, you can actually just connect to whatever it is that needs healing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think that's why we're so, you know, sick as a culture is that yeah. we, we don't take enough of that time. And it's, you know, and we're, I, I said this to someone last week, I'm like, you know, we would be so much better off as a, as a human, as a human race, if we taught our children in school, emotional intelligence, amen to that, right? Because we, we don't get taught how to deal with our feelings. We don't get taught how to even feel them or have them. Um, and so usually what we get taught is, you know, we get rewarded for suppressing a feeling, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, like, you, absolutely. you don't Clamoring out- to the top, you know, really shining those one, those intellectual aspects rather than the emotional aspects. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so what a gift we give ourselves. You know, I tell so many of my clients that literally our job as adults is to learn to parent the child within. That's exactly right. Yes. Because we weren't well parented. God bless Mm-mm. our parents and all yeah, that yeah. they did. And, and you know, we best. both have an Italian background. We're, you know, first generation Canadians, <laughs> even though I'm here living in California. So that comes with a whole host of things, but it doesn't even matter where you're from or what your background is. Mm-hmm. It's literally, we as adults have to learn to reparent ourselves. And we can't do that unless we give ourselves the this time and space away from distractions or all the things that we use to suppress our feelings. So I love that. And, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning, like, even though it's, it sounds different, you know, it's a parallel lesson that we're, we're both getting. Yeah. And that, and that's our dynamic, which I, I totally enjoy. Um, and it's, it, I love that you said that if I could just share a couple of stories. Um, I have a, a number of God kids now, which I'm very proud to say. Um, the fairy godmother extraordinary. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I came across these, uh, this book called, um, it's a, a book uh, for children, obviously, and it's called how to love myself and others. 
And uh, I, I saw this book, and it was in a in an alternative health store here, and uh, just around the corner. And I ordered I ordered one for each of them because I'm like, this is it, exactly that. It's that emotional intelligence piece. It's that uh, basically it, it had the, and I'm sure it's been done before, but this is the modern take on it. And it, it was um, basically you need to be full. You need to fill your 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 jelly bean jar up first. Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up until it's overflowing, and then give it, give it, give it. And if somebody is, uh, the part I love the most was if uh, if somebody's mean to you, it means they haven't filled up their jar with jelly beans. So understand that and give them some of yours. And I'm like, I love that, you know? <laughs> Come hey, on. jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> we need more jelly beans in this world. But anyways, no, I, that's that's exactly right. And that's that's directly from The Course in Miracles, right? This is um, what Jesus has taught us. You know, love ourselves first. Fill ourselves up. Know that the world is an illusion and that there is nothing but love, right? And how, how often can we stop and perceive that? It's impossible unless we take the time. Yeah, totally. And another thing that, you know, came to me in sort of thinking about all of this and even leading up to, you know, being in this weekend of, of silence that I mm. took for myself is that we're relatively young when it comes to all of this technological explosion. I mean, totally. I'm okay. Like, I'm not old here. Okay. I'm, I'm turning 40 in a few weeks. I'm not old, but I remember, I'm going to, I'm going to sound like one of those old people. I remember when, but you know, I remember, <laughs> here it comes. I remember when this thing called email just came out <laughs> and I'm just going to like, I'm, I'm literally laughing at my, I feel like a collective rolling of the eyes of anyone, you know, under 30 listening to this. whatever, but whatever. So I remember when it came out and the reason I'm saying that and also coupling it with I'm not that old is that yeah. it was only like 20 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Absolutely. It and now was it's not that long ago. And absolutely. we've been bombarded by like, like technology is just crazy. It is getting like faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah. And so we are not as a human race, we haven't, our nervous systems have not caught nah. up with this yet. Absolutely. We're not adapted to it yet. You're we are not right. adapted. We have no coping skills. We think we're coping because we, we're very adaptable, <laughs> but we don't have the coping skills and we're getting, we're desiring more and more connection. And yet we're mm -hmm. getting further and further away from actual real connection, which is the connection to the self and, and to source, to God. 100%. 100%. Um, it's, I, there's a couple things I wanted to share. Um, I told you I went on a, I, I disconnected from social media and, and yeah, you've been things, on Facebook right? a while. I'm so impressed. So November 2014, I had this, this revelation as well. I'm like, I'm so distracted by the world in so many different directions. I go, I'm going to have to start somewhere. And that's where I decided to start because I was using social media against myself in so many different ways. I can't even begin to, to express it. It's so I, re I recognize the toxicity that I had caused it to become in my own life. I don't want to knock any social media. It, it's, it's here for, and it has its purpose and, and here for a reason, but I was using it as an attack on myself. And so I, I disconnected from everything. And I have to tell you, it was actually a really painful process. It wasn't an easy transition. I, I grieved for about a month. I felt very lonely and disconnected. But then my ability to perceive myself as I truly am started to, to, to bubble up. And I had never been had that opportunity. I've never given myself that opportunity. And so instead of using everything else to form some sort of self-concept, self 
I was beginning the process of lo- looking at myself for who I really am. And I don't know, it's been it's been quite a process. But the, the only thing I, I think I'm starting to want to head back out in the world. But I just like you right now where you're like, oh, I don't really want to go back into this technology. I don't really know how to get back in, to be quite honest with you. I, I, I'm afraid a little bit of what is waiting for me on the other side. Yeah, well, I hear that. I feel that. I mean, I'm even just today, I'm noticing that there's a pull. It's like, you know, I, you know, I haven't gone off Facebook for the last however long since I started it, you know, and I, you know, I feel a responsibility because I have this group coaching program and they have a Facebook group. And then I have this other group that I started for coaches and, and I just feel this responsibility now, like I need to be on there somehow. And I feel the pull of it, even the, you know, even the pull of answering emails and, and like the WhatsApp goes off and the text goes off. And it's, I feel like I'm being pulled and this, this feeling of anxiety is coming up again as like, Mm. it's like the, the scattered focus. Yes. And so one of the cool things this morning, so I went for um, my chiropractic entrainment this morning. I see a chiropractor that does um, NSA, network spinal mm-hmm. analysis. And he said to me, he said, how can you be in control of it rather than feel like it's controlling you? And I thought that ah, was such a very good distinction, question. right? Because I'm starting to feel pulled and, and tugged and, and like this anxiety coming up, like I've got to answer this email and I've got to deal with this thing. And <laughs> Absolutely. So now it's like finding that balance. So I hear what you're saying. You know, it's like if I get back into it, how am I going to get back into it? And how does it not become this unwieldy beast again? That's right. That controls me versus I control it. And is that that we or that we're in relationships together so that it's not I'm not at its beck and call. and, And, you know, there's some peace while while approaching it. Right. Peace yeah. in the eye of the storm of technology. Yeah. And so I think that's that's my next challenge. It sounds like, you know, it's interesting if you're contemplating getting back into I'm it. I'm feeling, I'm also feeling, I recognize that pull. It's starting to, to, I feel like I can stand there and not buckle under the, the pressure of it. So um, I think I might be ready to dip my toe back in the water. So we'll see. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, taking it back to, you know, you mentioned the Course in Miracles and I've mentioned it a couple of times and, mm-hmm. you know, taking it back to, you know, whether it's the Course or any other teaching that's similar, because that's not the only, you know, be all and end all oh, that yeah. teaches about source Amen. versus the ego, but it is the, you know, it, it is paying attention to when we're allowing the ego thought system to run the show versus the other thought system, you know, in the course, they talk about right mindedness and wrong mindedness, um, Mm -hmm. or just literally, and to simplify it, just when you are connected to self and source, and you are in flow, Mm -hmm. versus when the ego thought systems taken over, and you're judging, criticizing, taking like, multiple selfies, (laughs) you know, whatever it is. And, you know, and and just keeping, uh, keeping that sort of thing on it. And I have this rule, I have this rule that I'm allowed to post like one selfie a month. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. Have parameters. Well, hang on. I've, I've, I've not followed it all the time. (laughs) I have to say, I haven't followed it all the time. It's all good. But then you feel inspired to, and that's a different story, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I've also noticed, you know, that, 
it sounds silly, but these, um, you know, I have to stop myself for a minute because I'm, I'm sitting at my desk in front of my bay window and there are these two squirrels oh. having a heyday on the tree. Love it. They've just now stopped side by side and they're just staring at me and I'm just oh. thinking, yes. Hi guys. How are you? Hi ya? guys. We're, and it's reminding me of the squirreliness of my brain and, and how crazy <laughs> it gets, but beautiful. I love it. <laughs> but anyway, I digress, oh. but back to Facebook, it's like, you know, I noticed even at the, at, you know, up until like, let's say last year, I was like changing my profile picture, like on a weekly yeah. basis. And I'm like, what yeah. is that about? Like, who cares? So now it's like, I, I'll, I'll keep it on there for months. And then I think, oh, maybe I'll change it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds so stupid and superficial, these tiny things, but it's a way of self-monitoring. They're very meaningful. Don't dismiss. I really appreciate this. Yeah. So really, how will really you get back that. into the, the belly of the beast? Well, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I don't know, but as you were talking, I, a couple of uh, instances popped in my, in, my, in my brain, and we had talked about sort of coming out of a closet. Do you remember that conversation? We did. Tr- yeah, we, might, ter- we recorded that. We might put that on, you know. In terms of our spirituality, mm-hmm. right? So I, I want to say these words. Um, I feel like part of it is, a, it's about the balance for real. And uh, I'm being very inspired now because I, I recently had been uh, speaking with, I'm going to say young people between the ages of 17 and 20. And the feedback I keep getting is that they they feel like or they don't know how to communicate live with their peers without their phones. Oh. Um, the phone has now become a buffer. That's so sad. Yeah. And, and I sit there and I go, you know what? When I came back from Vipassana and I actually counterintuitively, I'm like, I really want to revive the art of conversation. Um, especially for these young people who, like, unless you're watching Charlie bit my finger or cats meowing and purring, I mean, what are they talking about? What are they connecting with in themselves and with each other? So, you know, I just really feel, like, very motivated and inspired by that. I And, and some of it is, in fact, perhaps you know, blogging about it or writing about it or through an authenticity in my voice and sharing through that channel first and then allowing the other pieces to to make themselves available, you know. I, I don't I don't know exactly, but I like the idea of really starting a conversation. Maybe I just put myself on YouTube and start talking, you know, through the art of conversation. And through this, through you and I doing this is a step, isn't it? Yeah, so, I, yeah, I love it. And, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about, you know, how you're going to dip your toe back in. <laughs> I, it just dawned on me, well, you have this idea of, as we did with this podcast, mm-hmm. but also in addition, just for yourself personally, that you are inspired by this, like that just, that just made me so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're losing that. I think we're losing that as a human race. If we do not actually catch on to this right now and start teaching the future of the world, literally, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, without getting all like, you know, 80s music video on us here, but, you know, we are the world. But, you know, it's so sad to me that this is the feedback you're getting from our yeah. young adults. It's shocking. It's very shocking. And 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 then I asked a, a group of them, you know, so because I've been off of the media for a while, like, so what's going on in the world? And, and every single one of them came back to me with a pop culture reference, which is fine. Wonderful. But also where, where are young people like where are their attention spans? Right. They're definitely not inside. 
And it's definitely not a greater worldview. It's more, you know, what's prevalent today in, in pop culture, which is I'm not bad mouthing bad pop culture. I'm just, you know, I would love to get that reconnection or the connection going from the inside out. Yeah, I mean, it's not even about bad mouthing pop culture so much as <clears throat> seeing that it's a symptom of our time. Exactly. You know, Amen. I I, yeah. I don't remember growing up and ever thinking that you know following a famous person around with a camera would be interesting. And now oh, that's it's right. Like, a very good point. It's all the rage. Like I only this year. Yeah. Well, was it this year? Or maybe the end of last year? Because we're actually no. It was this year. Yeah. 2016 that I actually watched my first episode of like actual reality TV. I mean, reality TV, like for, for us, for our generation started with like Survivor. And it wasn't even... That's what I remember, yep. Yeah, and it was just, it was a game, right? Now, like I watched my very first episode of like... What did you watch? I watched The Real Housewives. Oh, of of which county? Of Beverly Hills. Ah, right. Oh my goodness! Right, we had to jump in, Joanna. I know I had to jump in, so I watched the Real Housewives, and I've seen I've seen a couple Kardashian episodes, and they literally are like crack. You you can sit there, (laughs) and it's like potato chips, and it literally, but it didn't last very long. It's like I did this for a few weeks. It's like wow, and then all of a sudden, it was boring. Good, and I didn't really give a crap about these people's lives, and. And even the fascination I had was it was it's this it's this energy and this um, voyeurism that we have. Yeah, that's it. But it's mm-hmm. another symptom of like how can I distract and avoid and be consumed by something else? Yes. So that I don't have to face myself and my life and my feelings and what's going on. Oh, you just opened a whole door for me. <laughs> but it's right. And but this is the thing. And it's I just. You know, and, and I'm saying this because one of the things that came to me this in my weekend of silence. Please, yes. Is all these memories of childhood. Yeah. Like the freedom. The freedom. The don't come inside till the streetlights come I on. I know. Oh. You know, nothing to worry about. I, I didn't have to I didn't have a phone. I if I wanted to call my friend, I'd literally I have to I'd pick up the home phone. Yep. You know, or I had to ride my bike down the street and Knock see if she on was the home. door. <laughs> Right. Knock on the door. Hi, is so-and-so there? Can I play? And I was remembering all of this. And, you know, now hearing you speak about what, how this generation's growing up, it's, mm-hmm. it is sad. And we have to find a way to, like, adapt to it and have them exactly n- still have humanity in them and not be all about the Biebers and the Kardashians. Oh, and you know what, Giovanna, you're, so, you're the best, eh? This is why. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was remembering myself and my innocence and... How free it was. And I go, you know, we created this like special bubble in time after like the baby boomers and the first generation immigrants in Canada. And uh, and then it it just as quickly vanished because this is in our own lifetime. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I thought to myself, I thought about kids and technology these days ago. How how do we blend it? How do we you know, because letting them let go of their technology, I don't think is uh, is the most appropriate thing. But also, how do we reconnect them? So I think there's a lot of room there for, for, for us to grow in connection with technology. So absolutely, uh, like a co-creative process, you know? Absolutely. And I think, you know, taking these breaks from it or, mm. or giving yourself Bravo. <laughs> that time of solid. And that's all. I mean, we're not going to, we can't stop progress. If you sit here trying to like bash TV <laughs> no. and media and I mean, you're not going to stop it. 
and no. you're just going to get left behind. And and literally, I see this in my, in my parents' generation, right? It's just yeah. like resist, resist, resist. And it's like, you know, and I laugh, you know, I, I poke fun at my dad because my dad still gets a kick that my phone takes photos. <laughs> I mean, <That's> so awesome. <laughs> talk about being way, you know. And then there's other people his age. He's 84. God bless him. Yeah. There's other people his age that are like blogging and like they're, you know, so it's individual, but we can't rage against it and sort of resist it because we'll get left behind. No, I'm, I'm much more interested in bridging, in bridging, you know, like taking the, all this ancient information and like, you know, like bringing it back to the course, the, the truth of reality and, and, and blending it with these beautiful new innovations that are coming. We can thrive innovatively, but connected at the same time, you know, real connection, like to each other and to ourselves. And, and that's, I think, again, it's a symptom. It's a symptom that we're seeing, you know, all of this reality TV and, and the me- social media and just how, like you said, with those kids, they, they don't know how to connect and have conversation. It's a symptom of our time, but I really yeah. feel we need to get in there, you know, yeah. as, as the adults, as the people that can bridge that gap. And yes. Because yeah. otherwise, what's what's going to happen? I mean, I'm freaking out and, and just so happy, excited that I had this weekend of three days of solitude. And what it did for me, like, oh, this is amazing. I mean, what if we just did that every weekend and like made our kids do it too? Absolutely. Absolutely. And even things like, you know, I love, I love the, the thought of and actually like doing it though. Like if you're at a, a function or out for dinner, like really like no phones for two hours, put them away. I don't want to see them. doesn't matter how, how often it's buzzing or just turn the whole thing off, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So you just reminded steps. me, I saw this thing on TV a few weeks back and I, I forget where in the world it is, but there's this restaurant and it has like a, a little, like a little canister or like a little bin in the middle of the table and it says deposit your cell phones there and the first person that picks up their cell phone for any reason during dinner has to pick up the whole tab oh I like it I like it yes exactly isn't that cool that's very cool so incentives like that right and challenges even right so people can rise to the challenge I love that and what do we need them for anyway? I mean, be, beyond the emergency use, it's like I was thinking about like this weekend and I thought, oh, you know, I need to be, I should be in my Facebook group and, and, and <laughs> posting because, you know, I have a call, the group call with them on Monday and I, I should be or, you know, I, I thought of something and I thought, oh, I should post that. It's such a revelation. It's like. Sorry, I'm sorry. Isn't it? No, feel free. Laugh. Laugh at my expense. No, it's, but it is. It's ridiculous. It's like, first of all, how self-important of us that it's like, I just had a thought. I need to share it with the world. Yeah. And second of all, you know, the the, the people that are in my group program, they're not going to die if they don't hear from me (laughs) over the weekend. I mean, let's get real here. They're not going to die. Oh. The and, truth, right? And there's a thousand other things at every moment to distract them and, and take their exactly. attention. So. And the world did not end. It's Monday. I had three days without technology <laughs> and the world did not end. And, you know, planets didn't fall out of the sky. Amen. But they did for you. They did for you. They you, did for you me. inevitably, you embraced all of those things. And I'm so, and you feel so much more whole, I, I have to tell you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. receive that because I'm practicing receiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thank you. I appreciate that. And it's, you know, and it's still an evolution. Like I said, 
said oh to you at the beginning, yeah. I've, I'm feeling this like resistance and like almost this like anger coming up that I have to like, you know, respond to my sister who text messaged me about some <laughs> homeopathic remedy she needs me to tell her about or, you know, I, or that I need oh. to like call my accountant. I mean, so I'm, I'm still navigating my way around that bridge that you just talked about. It's like, mm-hmm. how do I bridge the way of the world that, you know, is technologically based and this is how we communicate and, and what we need to do. Like I need to do my taxes, you know, of course. I can't just be like, no, I'm meditating this weekend. I, you know, so <laughs> yeah, hear you. Right. And I wish I could call my accountant and say, sorry, I'm in bliss. I can't speak to you, but <laughs> how do we do that? And I'm, I'm still navigating that. I, I'm, you know, I call myself out on that and I'm still in that place of what do I do now? Like, I don't want to lose what I got this weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to go back into the craziness of that world. And yet, like you said, there's a bridge. So there's I'm, like, what do I do? I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, and, and I'm, I'm still learning and growing in, in that way. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I just know that I, what, what, what struck me when you were talking was like, there was a lot of emphasis on the word, what, you know, I don't want to lose that. Um, but mm. you can never lose it. It's always with you, you know? So it's, what are you choosing to, to focus on? Right. Good catch. Um, I don't know, but part of me is I, I've been experimenting with, I think the environment has a lot to do with it, right? Like, are there, something within the the sea of technology that you can stop for even 10 seconds and just look at to remind you of your connection or you know take a breather for like even I'm telling you micro moments micro moments 10 seconds take a breather take a moment and I think those moments cumulatively over time will have a great impact is what my insights want to respond to you that way good advice good advice Mm -hmm. and and so yeah, taking that breakthrough of the day. One of the things that I'm committing to doing is getting back into the, my practice of TM, Transcendental mm, Meditation. Beautiful. Um, it's just so healing and calming for the body-mind. And it's just such a great practice. And, and again, I let the to-do list kind of get in the way of making that a regular practice again. Um, Absolutely. And I, I found myself just organically going into TM over these last three days of silence. Because it's there, right? It's Be- there waiting for you. It's to just, just focus there. On it. And yeah. I and I didn't feel like, oh my God, is that 20 minutes up? Like I, you know, I've got to, I've got to do this or I've got to do that. I was like, no, I'm gonna do this. And what a gift. It just happened organically. Like I was sitting down, I was reading, and I put the book down and I thought, oh, I'm gonna meditate. And I just and I meditated and I napped. I mean how how long have we known each other? I'm sure you've heard me on more than one occasion say that I'm like, I have a nap deficiency gene. Like I, I don't know how to nap because I can't turn my brain off. And then I wake up feeling groggy and gross. Yeah. I napped and I'm not talking one nap. I napped like three times. Wow. 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 I'm so proud of you, dude. This is amazing. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I mean, like we're celebrating naps, but it's like, I, and I didn't feel, I didn't feel groggy when I woke up. Good. I, there is, I, it is an art. It is an art. Is and an I'm so glad. Art. I yeah. gave myself permission yes. to rest and relax. And that's it the key. It sounds crazy that we have to do that, but we have to do it, especially the ladies listening. Amen. You have to give yourself permission. Just give it. It's, it's not for me. Can I just talk about this for a second? When I say giving myself permission, I, and I still don't even know the total impact of it, but years and years I'd get frustrated trying to think about what that means. And it's just like a letting go. It's an ease to flow. It's a, 
understanding that the, the nature of the world gives you permission. You have the right to be here and is your birthright to rest. And that makes us powerful. It's the only way we can recharge and, and, and be the light and, that we are. Yeah, and, and be receptive. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, totally. <sighs> Receive, be in that feminine energy, mm. the, the yin, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It's, yeah, being in that state. And, and, and you're right, giving permission is literally just a letting go. And it, you know, reminds me of that course lesson, um, I need you nothing. Exactly, exactly. And we do nothing. I just need be mm-hmm. and remember who I am, which Absolutely. is not my Facebook profile picture or, <laughs> you know, someone texting or, you know, we can take time away and be in silence and the world will not fall apart. In fact, it'll probably come together. Better than we could even imagine. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Well, that's a great place to end. I like it. It feels right. It feels right, my darling. I love it. Thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. This is the first step. And I really look forward to more connection on the inside out and and with you, my sister. Yeah, agree. Ditto, ditto, ditto. And, And you are my soul sister. And I'm so happy that you're sharing this space with me. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep rising everyone for books and resources related to today's episode make sure you head over to sherisespodcast.com and i'll see you there if you've enjoyed today's episode make sure you tune back in next week when i dive into more juicy topics to help make your life the best it can be and hey if you've enjoyed listening to the show and you love it head on over to itunes and leave me a rate and review and subscribe there to the show 